All right, everyone, welcome back to the Leadership Locker. If this is your first time here, number one, I'm Rich Cardona. What's going on? Number two is this. You're in the right place if you want to hear from industry experts and influencers about entrepreneurship and all the facets that go into small business ownership or business ownership at all that are going to help you with all these different unique skills that you just get thrown at you that you realize you're going to need to learn or hire someone to do for you, including marketing, negotiating, sales, all of that. Now, when I don't have a guest, it's going to be me. And it's going to be me talking about things that I've learned or documenting the journey. Those episodes I've been doing better than some of the ones with the best influencers, believe it or not, which means I got to abide by what the audience is telling me. And it is saying some of the stuff you're going through is stuff I'm going through or have been through or I'm going to go through and you might help me avoid some of it or get through it a little bit better. So that's what we're going to do. And today, I wanted to talk about how important it is to be easy to help. So being easy to help is something I believe that is going to set you apart from all the other entrepreneurs that are going to just fall off at some point. And the reason is this. Being easy to help means you've done some troubleshooting. You've examined, you realized that you were about to go down a black hole and that your time, the, the opportunity cost of exploring that in depth was going to probably handicap you more than anything. So you did enough to get exposure to realize the right questions you wanted to ask. So then you went and found an expert and you asked them. An example of not being easy to help is something that happens on Clubhouse. Whenever I get on Clubhouse in the LinkedIn group that I used to do daily is when people are like, you know, where should I, where should I start? You know, where should I kind of start for my brand or where should I start for, for my LinkedIn profile? It's like, have you gone on the fucking page? And of course, I don't say that. I'll share it with you guys, but have you gone on the page and tried to put in a profile picture? Have you gone on the page and tried to put an about info? Have you tried a a summary? Have you tried to do this? Have you gone to YouTube first and looked for some of the resources that are going to help you the most? Because that is an indicator that you are not necessarily waiting for the help and simply relying on the help, but that you are looking for help to be extend an extension of the effort and the time that you've already put through. So, when it comes to podcasting, for example, can you imagine? Can you imagine who's who's one of the best podcasters out there? Jordan Harbinger. Okay, Jordan Harbinger. We'll use him as an example. If I had some podcasting questions and I went to him and I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm I'm exploring doing paid ads. You know, like, what do you think I should do?" He'd be like, "What?" It would be very different if I said to him, I don't see a lot of opportunity, nor do I have the money to advertise on on Spotify or anywhere like that. I'm looking at lower lower end podcast hosting sites or or podcasts are played like CastBox or Overcast. And this is what I've seen. Here's some of the price points. Here's what I've learned. Like, what do you think? And he might say, I don't think you should do either of those because here's what I've found. Or here's the risk that you're taking with those. It's very, very different. I've clearly demonstrated that I've done my due diligence, that this is not something I wait to ask, but something that I am actively working towards. And when given the opportunity to ask an expert, I am ready. So that way I could complete those actions. 
So you have to be easy to help. That's just a podcasting example, a business example is like, okay, um, you know, sales strategy. I'm telling you straight up for our sales strategy, I, you know, because now we're going to be doing some outreach and some paid and some of these things, I'm like, okay, I'm not exactly sure what we're going to do. But when I meet with a business coach, you know, here locally, and I'm like, okay, here's how I see the funnel. Here's here's the revenue streams that I imagine in my head. Here's the price points. Here's how many calls I think it would take to talk to this many people and how many of them I think would take a call. How many of them I think would be interested after the call for a proposal. Here's how many of those who get a proposal I think are going to say yes based off what we've done organically so far. Am I looking at this right? That's a whole fucking different story than if I'm like, yeah, man, I don't know where to begin. I'm like so overwhelmed. All entrepreneurs are overwhelmed, even the most successful ones. So you have to think about that. You have to think about these things when you desire help. I see so many people join accelerators and groups and just cohorts of whatever, and they love to post about it. They love to post about it. They love to be like, I love this group and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, <laughs> like that's not going to accelerate shit. That's not going to accelerate anything. And I'm telling you from experience, for me, every time I've done that, it was like the blind leading the blind. Now, let me be a complete hypocrite right now because I just joined the Arate Syndicate or got accepted into it, which obviously is a great marketing tactic, like if you make the cut type thing. But it's Ed Milet and Andy Frisella's group. And I've been listening to Andy's podcast now since November from the beginning. And the guy is the real deal. Him and Gary V are like truth tellers. They don't know how to lie. They don't know how to sugarcoat anything. And because of that, and because of First Form, who, Andy, one of Andy's companies, who I've now ordered things from, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you the customer service is superior, the product is superior. I'm like, I'm completely convinced. I'm like, absolutely. So I made a huge investment in it. And my wife was all about it because she's like, you're probably going to be around the people who are, are enough ahead of you to actually provide you with the help that you want, not the people who are lateral to you or behind you that are not going to be able to help you, that are probably going to slow you down with your own individual endeavors. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not trying to avoid helping people or anything like that. Like, of course, that's like the entire business. That's what I'm trying to do. But I still got to be easy to help in that group. But otherwise, if you're relying on, uh, you know, accelerators and, and some of these other things, like, no way. No way. Your time is better spent trying and trying and trying and executing, trying and executing, trying and executing. You know, you, you, you can't look. You can't look for, you know, the proverbial, you know, shiny object that's going to be like, that is going to change the business. Because you usually find the thing that's going to change the business by accident, not out of desperation. And I think that's what some of what I'm trying to say. Now, when you go from group to group, from book to book, from conference to conference, from resource to resource, from person to person, just kind of desiring some of this stuff, you're actually probably not easy to help because you're not helping yourself first. And you know how you help yourself first? You fucking troubleshoot. You troubleshoot. You take the time. You get up before the world does on Saturday and Sunday or whatever, and you just play around with things. You play around with a funnel builder, even though you may not be the one who's going to be doing the funnel. You play around with pitching people 
after you've established a relationship with them so you can test out your sales approach and if it's resonating or if it's not. You test out video editing so that way you understand what it's going to take for someone else to do it and you'll have more respect for the editor that you want to bring on full-time because you're going to have a better idea of the timeline it's going to take them or the effort that it takes them or all the mistakes that you've made that you know that they're not going to make. Having that exposure gives you a lot of empathy for some of the hires that you're going to have doing the things that you know you can't or know you don't want to do. So you have to be easy to help. And the only way to truly, truly do that is to practice troubleshooting and problem solving on your own. Not to the point where you get so deep that you can't escape it. And now whatever you were really prioritizing last week is a fucking afterthought. Because that always happens. And it happens to me. All the time. You can ask anyone on the team. Happens all the time. And I'm working on it. So keep that in mind. Be easy to help. And the way you're easy to help is to be specific. Collect some data from shit that you've done. Not looking for the bailout. Because people can smell it a mile away. And it's just a turnoff. No one wants to help someone who hasn't put in the effort. The more effort you've put into it, and it's tangible and visible to someone, you're on your way. Then they're going to be invested in you because they're going to be like, damn, Sean really wants this. And if you listen to the prior episode, the more you want something, the less shortcuts you're looking to take. So you already know you're just going to freaking go headfirst into the fire. And people respect that. So look, I'm going to wrap up right there. Personal branding. We're a personal branding agency. So, so we made a guide. We made a guide, a 21-page guide, take action guide. If you have no idea where to start, if you really are just completely you know, in paralysis of how to show up online, how to start your podcast, how, what platform you want to show up on, then get this guide. I already told you last time, it's 99 bucks. No discounts or anything like that. This is a, the culmination of a fuck ton of knowledge that I have tucked away on personal branding. It's written beautifully uh, with the help of an amazing copywriter. It's got Eliza's fingerprints all over it. And it is literally... It is, it is a complete and utter springboard to just comb the spaghetti in your head and all the overanalyzing you do when it comes to your personal brand. Or it's going to be the thing that convinces you that a personal brand actually is a business advantage. It's a business advantage. So check it out. I, uh, you can email us at info at richcardonamedia.com or if it's on the website already, you'll see it there at richcardonamedia.com and check it out. And if it is a complete utter waste of your time, we'll obviously give you your money back. But I would be shocked. I would be shocked if that is even in the realm of possibility. Thanks for joining the Leadership Locker. Look, please rate and review this. Share it with your friends. Tell people about it. We don't have any sponsors. We're not making any money off this. This is me trying to like literally help you as I go. You might be ahead. You might be in line. You might be behind. Doesn't matter. I know these conversations are happening and I know I'm not alone, which is why the numbers for the solo podcast are doing so well. So rate it and review it, share it with other people because if it applies to you, you know it applies to someone else. See you next week.